0: Welcome to the Plant Spirit Podcast on connecting with plant consciousness and the healing wisdom of nature. If you'd like to learn more on how to communicate directly with plants, visit www.learnplantlanguage.com to register for the free workshop. That's www.learnplantlanguage.com. I'm your host, Sarah Artemisia, and I'm deeply honored and excited to introduce our next guest to the show today. Wilnise Francois is a holistic herbal chef, licensed nurse, herbalist, and founder of Well-Fed Apothecary, where she works to revolutionize the cultural concurrence between Earth's botanical plants and Heaven's celestial bodies. While collaborating with physicians and caregivers worldwide, her role as an herbalist has extended and merged treatment methods from her traditional Haitian practices with studies of Western herbalism. In honor of people's optimal level of health and wellness, she has vowed her life to continue bridging the gap between the sacred indigenous knowledge and the modernized technology of our world. So, well, thank you so much for being here. It's such an honor, delight, and I'm excited for our conversation today. It's a pleasure seeing you, Sarah. Thank you for having me. That's so wonderful. I just love, love your sweet connection with the plants and particularly how you work with them through food. And so I'd love to just start there. And if you're open to sharing a bit more about why is teaching through food specifically so important?
1: Oh, I love... The embodiment that we find with food, I think the plants specifically, what I like to coin as our plant sisters, really taught me in my journey that it's been a a sensual expression of who we are as people and our connection, especially when we take the time to be still and embody a lot of their messages and medicine. It's something that I felt that food also provides for us, right? Food is an experience that we have with our senses in our mouth through vision and smell and touch even and texture. And when we're with the plants, it's a lot of that same communication of when we're sitting with a plant, we're gazing at its beauty, we're picking it at its flowers to smell its blooms, and then we're ingesting it from sometimes just to get its healing. I think food is a gateway for all of us where we could find this really beautiful connection of healing and wellness. And when we're ingesting proper foods and really taking in the light codes that's necessary for our healing, it's a really beautiful transformative experience. And adding in the plants, especially the ones that we're not all familiar with, and some find as weeds or you know things that just don't seem as edibles or things that we're not even familiar with a lot of us, I think bridging that communication of finding things that are in the backyard and then implementing them into your meals every day is a really powerful way of reconnecting not only to yourself but to the community at large. and so the plants are first community folk, our first ancestors. And so, implementing in something like food, where we're able to heal and realize ourselves again and on a day to day practice so that it becomes a lived experience, I think for me, that's like my sole goal. That's what feels like purpose work and such a pleasure to do that in a really beautiful, magical way.
0: Yeah, I really feel that the beauty and the magic, how you're so connected with them through that. And we were talking a little bit earlier about this phrase manger limier and I was curious so connected with the light that you were just talking about could you tell us a little bit more about that what does that mean
1: I'd love to so manger limier is translated in Haitian Creole as eat light and so in a figurative sense, it's not just eating light as in portion size or weight, but in truth of eating light, which is the light codes that come from plants, I'm a holistic plant-based chef. And so a lot of the information that I teach is ingesting more plant material into the diet on a day-to-day basis. And so we're not only eating plants to be physically well, but it's an, also a spiritual well wellness that happens in the body system. And- The literal light codes that are translated from the plants that we get to ingest is something that sparks the DNA, reconfigures the genomes within our body system, and it awakens the light body that we all can translate with and that we see expanding every single day, right? A lot of us are, are learning to build these relationships with the light body through things like meditation and tantric practices or any other movement modalities, but one way that we can also help awaken that communication with our physical body and the light code body is through the light of the plants. And so manger limien is an ode to remind folks that that's literally what we're doing. We're eating light. And I wanted to keep it in Creole, that's because that's a reference to my ancestral background being of the Aecian diaspora. I wanted to also remind those folks that we also eat light. And um, this disinformation is its global for all of us to enjoy
0: amazing yes yes it reminds me well first of all love that you're working with the ancestral work there and I'd love to hear more about that and it also what you were just saying about the eating the light and how it helps to support our dna of this reawakening of the light within us it reminds me of recently a friend who he loves animals and he loves eating animals and i love plants and i love eating plants and he was like well how you know how can you eat plants if you love them so much and i said well you know, I really, that whole thing of you are what you eat. Right. And it's like, well, the plants eat light. They are light. I eat the plants. (laughs) They're like, I love the plants and I eat them. And just like in the same way, it's like, he loves animals and he eats them kind of thing. So that really, it just reminds me of that, of how that embodied piece that you were talking about when we're really connected in this embodied way and how food is such a beautiful way to connect. And it's really reawakened to who we are. And And that aspect of what you were just sharing as well of the ancestral piece, I was curious if you could tell us a bit more about that, like your focus on particularly Haitian African indigenous herbalism influence and then Western herbalism. How do they come together in your work and really, yeah, anything else that you'd like to share about that?
1: Yeah, I think our purpose work, it truly is an embodiment of who we are, right? And so I am an African being on this planet and I have ancestry that stems from the island of IET and as well as Africa. So a lot of our medicines that we took from our homelands and carried with us became the medicines that has been in our oral stories throughout centuries and generations. And so a lot of us culturally have, have this beautiful relationship to plant medicine and the earth specifically that is in direct link to our ancestral knowing and lineage. And so for me, I was so, I felt so called to not only honor the plants in my work, but also honor ancestor, because I feel it's their knowledge that helped to shape the DNA that I then awaken to now remember a lot of this information. Like it would be behoof of me to like not think that the knowing that I have of basil in this really profound, magical way, it's not stemming from an ancestor who might've worked with basil in a really powerful, profound way. I also live in the West, right? I was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. And so I do have this relationship with the West and then in the environment that I was raised from. So the plants that are here are not indigenous plants that we often find in the spaces like Africa or in, in IET, right? And so I also have a beautiful relationship to the things that I saw growing up that helped shape my mechanism and my healing journey. And so for me, an old to honoring ancestor and honoring the work is also honoring what I see and what I embody. And so honoring IT, honoring Africa, as well as honoring the the teachings that I was raised with here in the West is a full embodied experience. And I think for more people, if we were able to, Allow ourselves the embodied experience, it can really help magnify our work in a really profound way because it speaks to our experiences, and those experiences are what helps shape that light code or light or that light body, and that details the work and it's self-explanatory, right? Like I really can't hide <laughs> that because it just is me working to exemplify how the divine kind of manufactured me or created me, right? And so that's what's going to translate. It's going to translate a little bit of that African essence, a lot of that Aisiena essence, and some of that West, because that's how I was fashioned. And my work, my sole purpose is always to help translate that for people who do look like me, who do resonate with me as a diaspora, right? A first-gen diaspora. So we have a really unique relationship to not displacency, but a little bit of an identity crisis, right? Like we are not from the land spaces our parents are from, nor are we truly... Uh, growing up culturally with those the African indigenous knowledge, but, but then we're also here in a space that we're not necessarily welcomed in the space that in the way that we, we would want to be welcomed, right? And so learning to kind of bridge those three has helped to create this beautiful relationship to knowing that, well, there is a relationship to all of it that I can connect with and create something really profound and beautiful that everyone else can also see and connect with that might resonate with this story or resonate with this type of awakening or or has the same resonance that I do growing up here in the West. And to also appreciate how we're here and why we're here, because I don't think it's by happenstance.
0: Yeah, I agree with that completely. It's interesting what you were just sharing about with that connectivity with the different cultures, being first gen of the diaspora. And I'm curious in your experience How do plants really support that aspect of belonging? Like if for folks who find themselves in a space where, you know, maybe they don't for various number of reasons feel supported or included on that human social level. Like how do plants really help to support that?
1: Like, like I think we said it earlier in in the talk about bridging. This term is coined by a beautiful herbalist of a plant sister. Like we we understand in the plant world that the plants are our first ancestors. They are our first grandmothers, our first mothers, our first fathers. And I believe in my work, at least in my experience thus far, that the plants have always shown us that we've always been in this really beautiful web of knowing and that we've always been connected through their network or root system. Like if we, studied the plants a little bit more and saw how they worked and how their root systems operated and the, how the, their ecology manifested, we would see that it mirrors a lot of how we also are kind of these tiny twigs on this branch or really on this large tree that we're kind of all attached to. The plants helps to translate that for us visually so that we could see it because not every plant that's grown looks the same, not every plant manifests the same, not every plant grows in the same conditions, not every plant even requires the same things to grow and flourish, but they still all fall under one root system that we all are able to connect to. And we also too benefit from that same root system. And so I think their, mirror, their ecology and their presentation in this world mirrors a lot of what we see in the human. Experience. And when we build that relationship to wanting to know the plants a bit more, we see more of ourselves and we realize. And I think that's what helps us to then see each other in that same light and build that belonging or that feeling of connectivity and community. I think that's what it, it helped me profoundly. When we look at flowers, <laughs> a field of flowers, not every flower is the same, and not every flower looks the same or manifests the same or has the same stamens, or the same color but they're all flowers, right? And they all understand that. And I think the human experience also mirrors that in a really beautiful way. And if we just simplify it to that level, I think that's how it helps people to really truly belong in community, knowing that every living thing in this experience has that level of belonging. And right, and that's what creates that web that we're all connected to.
0: Love that honestly, I'm just tearing up over here listening to you share that because it's really just such a beautiful mirror for us. How nature is such a beautiful mirror for how to live in community in completely incredibly diverse communities and recognizing that, no, we're never going to be exactly like anyone else, actually, that every plant is so uniquely its own being. And that what would it look like if we really honored that in the human way? It would, it would be amazing. It would be like a a functioning ecosystem that's really beautifully balanced and I'm working in harmony so yeah thank you for sharing that also that piece of what you're just sharing about the flowers I'm curious in your work of the last few years is well it's always interesting to me how in my perspective it seems that there are certain plants that will come forward at certain points to really support with different collective things that humanity is going through and I'm curious if you've also witnessed that in the past few years? And if so, are there any particular flowers or other plants or medicinal plants that you've really been seeing kind of like coming to the forefront to really support with what folks are experiencing right now?
1: In this particular moment? or the past few years, yeah. At the height of our transition collectively, mullen was everywhere. I mean, that, that stalk was everywhere, popping up everywhere, springing up everywhere. And I think the resiliency and the strength of the plant like, not just what it does for us medicinally and how it helps to balance the meridian of breathing, I like to say, like, clears the throat, it's an expectorant, it does all those things, but also its its ability to, to teach us about the authority and strength and honing in on our power. Mullin's medicine, I feel, was very loud these past few years. Like, it taught us that the words and the biting and the decisions we make might be harsh. And it might cause a little corrosion for some people, but it's necessary so that it could be cleared and so we could really stand in our truth. Another one I think that's been extremely just as loud or really echoing are fungi friends. Like, I think they have really showed their face in a really profound way. And um, I think the fungi's medicine or fungi's teachings, as I think our oldest ancestors, have really helped to transform the way we see ecology, the way we see community, the way we see resiliency self-reliance the way we see all the things because I think fungi as being our oldest teachers teach us that we can truly rise out of any and everything right we grow out of every and anything and there's just a real deep grounding that's necessary for us to really stand firm in the beingness of who we are And especially the ones that I like to highlight is Reishi. I think Reishi has been really loud in my presence. Like just the connectivity to the heart space that Reishi has, right? It helps us to really rebuild this compassionate spirit that we can have with one another. And Reishi is just so profound in regulating the heart system, bringing in circulation, helping us move. But just on a spiritual space, just really opening the heart chakra, opening the heart space so that we're able to listen, we're able to see a little bit deeper, we're able to hear a little bit soundlier, right, or hear, hear deeper. Give the time to listen a little bit profoundly, I think, that has helped us to find a little bit more compassion for one another as we all were in this huge bit of transition, I know other, other fungi have made their way into the scene to creating like this web of connectivity. So more and more folks who might not have had a relationship with the plants are now a little bit more open to the idea of that form of communication. And I think that's powerful, right? Like that psilocybin is one, right? That we know has created that awakening for a lot of people so that they're open to realizing we have this connectivity, and it's always been here. And though you might not feel connected to this space of the plants just yet, but maybe this relationship that you're learning to build can help awaken you to even more expansive ways of being. And I think fungi has, especially in this particular moment, fungi is really helping us transition because this transition that we're all kind of moving through is, it's it's a lot because not only are we transitioning, we're also kind of we're trying to heal through all the muck. And the muck is deep, it's sticky, it's dark, it's heavy, and the grounding is necessary. And so the fungi at our feet or at our tree stumps or wherever they are, they kind of help, I think, in a really powerful way. In a really, really powerful way.
0: Amazing. Yeah. I love that about the about the fungi, how they're they're the transmuters. Mm-hmm. Like they'll they'll transmute the the crap and just break it down and digest it that they're, they're the digesters and there's so much that so many things that as humanity we've just been kind of all these traumas and different ways of exploitation have just kind of been like stacking up over the generation over the eons really feels like this point and it's like okay well now <laughs> now it's time to to really digest that stuff and move into a next chapter here on this planet and that the the mushrooms could really support us with that. Mm-hmm you know I love too how in your work with food particularly how you really that like you were talking about how there's some folks were not quite super connected with the plant realm just yet and how food is such an accessible way like you were sharing earlier we all eat food every day so that that is such a great way that provides such a great bridge of really connecting right in with the plant realm and I was curious if there are any particular recipes that you've just been loving or like particular types of food preparations that you've just been absolutely loving lately in your work? In my work? I mean, plants
1: just show up in every way. I love a good infused oil. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's always the first thing. And that's the easiest thing that I always share with folks: good infused oil. Because I think we use oil in every aspect, whether it's a, a salad dressing or we use it to, to you know, saute our, our veggies or our meats or whatever it is. Yeah, food for me is just that one connecting bridge. Like everybody, no matter what it is that you're eating, there is an aspect to eating throughout some part of the day. And we need that part of it to survive to some extent, right? To nourish our bodies so that we feel nourished and nurtured and well. I love to to show folks that adding the plants you know specifically some of the plants that we wouldn't normally think to put into our oils like a mugwort or a rosemary or a thyme for instance or let me or a goldenrod those are some of the plants that folks see on a day-to-day basis when they're in season and they're just like in the space all the time but Don't realize just how powerful they are in helping to rebalance the body system, bring in such beautiful warming medicine, and then you could have it every day, you know, in a really, really profound way. So an herbal infused oil, I think, is it's not only easy. And accessible, but it's so powerful because it can. you not only have to ingest it but you can also use it topically right use it to moisturize the body system use it to moisturize your hair or in any other fashion that you find to kind of build this really profound relationship to the plant i think when we not only sit with the plant and meditate with the plant but when we're taking the plants into the body system and ingesting them or putting them topically that really helps to expand that relationship of communication and i think When folks are learning to eat the foods more, they themselves start noticing the plants a little bit more, right? I have clients where I'll be feeding them some things and then they'll be out on their walks noticing plants and pointing them out and wanting to know what this is and what that is. And can I use this into this meal? And can I use that into that meal? And I think that's just because it was introduced to the body, and so that light code got awakened. And so now they become curious. And that there for me is is the is the beautiful aspect of my work. Just seeing the curiosity spark again in people and then wanting to look, forage and wanting to be curious and be outside to build that relationship.
0: I love that. Like, yeah, how you were just saying when it's introduced to the body, and then there's that relationship that it's, I mean, in some ways, and of course, <laughs> we're obviously not. Interacting with other people like that, but in some ways, the aspect of when we meet someone for the first time and we're starting a relationship with them, there's a getting to know you kind of process, and how with the plants, the food is such a great way to to do this. And and then aspect of what you were just talking about with the curiosity piece. I mean, for me, that's the lifelong that never goes away with with nature or with the plants. There's endless layers to explore and, and realms to explore with them. So I would love that you bring that in with your with your work with with food, with being a chef, with working with clients. And clearly you've been, so as we were talking about earlier, you've been connected with the plants since birth, really since, since you came into this world. And so I would love to hear from your perspective, how would you say that the plants really support you in your life's work?
1: (laughs) Wow. In every possible way. (laughs) I mean, it's in every minute, every second. <laughs> they are That That's the cushion that I lean on <laughs> in every possible way. There is truly no other way to look at it. I think my relationship to the plant is the direct connection that I have to the divine. When I feel like, okay, I got to go sit in here and listen, that's who I turn to. Because I think they're just that. They're the first messengers in my perspective, at least our first visual living messengers. Gosh, they 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 support me in every fashion. There is, I mean, whether it be when in moments of grief, in moments of joy, in moments where I want to celebrate, in moments of sadness, or whatever it is, in moments of where I need to focus, in moments of when it's time to get work done, or moments of leisure. I just want to chill. Like plants are there, whether it be a bundle burning of incense a bath immersed with the plants, a meditative process of me being outside with them, um, whether it's a, a self-care day where I'm, you know, masked up with some mask on my face filled with plant medicine or, you know, layered in an herbal infused oil that I use to massage my scalp. Like plants are in every fabric of my being, myth, right? In my life, in every possible way. And I try to help translate that to everybody around me. So then everyone starts to kind of like dabble into the plant world a bit more. But they have supported me so profoundly, and it's through these moments of silence when I reflect back to see, well, who was I turning to? What was I doing? What were the things that helped to support me? And in every part of those moments, a plant showed up, right? Whether it be mugwort, whether it be rose, whether it be blue butterfly pea or hibiscus, there was always some aspect of that plant present in some fashion or some way I was using it to help heal and help commune and just be with myself or extend myself in community. They always showed up. And so I, it's hard to say like exactly because it's just always there. And I think that's just a, a lifelong relationship. They are my life. That that's my life partner in truth. Like right? you mentioned that earlier and I and I resonate with that because they truly are. They have been in my life for as long as I could remember. And I think they will forever be in my in this being of life for as long as I, I intend to be here, right? Or as, as I'm intended to be here before that transition. So I think, gosh, that's that's a tough one because they're just always there in every way. <laughs> yeah,
0: amazing. And I love how that aspect of the magic and the beauty, I feel that just radiating out of you in your, in your connection with them and, and how you work with people as well. And so tell us, how can people find out more about you and your work? Oh, I, I, I'm on the socials, of course, <laughs> at Will Neese nice on
1: Instagram is where I share a lot of just my day-to-day with the plants and things that I do. Well, an Apothecary during spring, its inception will be here for folks to to dive deeper into that realm of the work. But then there's also books, African-American herbalism just released by a dear, dear friend herbalist. Pieces of my work are there as well as other features online. I think if you do a little Google search, you'll probably find all the things, honestly, but at nice on Instagram, that's the easiest way to find and connect and build community with folk.
0: Excellent. Well, Nice, thank you so much for being here. Just such a joy and delight and just such a sense of deep reverence and honoring in your, in your being, in your very presence. So thank you. Thank you for your, for who you are and for, honoring the the life calling with the plants and for living it
1: good thanks good thanks thanks. i appreciate it and i and i thank you for the space to speak and to share and just allowing us to again deepen our relationship through all these connections that you're making it's really profound and i'm grateful
0: and thanks so much for listening and joining us today on the plant spirit podcast I hope you enjoyed it, and please follow to subscribe, leave a review, and look forward to seeing you on the next episode.